Welcome back to the Triple MCG. Welcome. Welcome. This summer. Had Cash, Mark Bosnich, Tony Squires, the KFC Summer Session. Hello and welcome and what a day. What a day for our last show. Wow. Uh, so many things to talk about. And for a start, Australia's cricket team score almost beaten by the temperature in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely That's, ridiculous. This is, the good, had, this is the good sorry, is this the good team or the rested team? Uh, yeah. This is yeah, bring back the B team, Cashy. Uh, remember we had Gilly on a couple of weeks ago and we asked him in the future of one day cricket, he said three years. Well it'll be three months if they keep it. <laughs> exactly. Like this. That's one element of today. Uh, the people obviously of Sydney are struggling with the highest temperature ever in yes. that city. Oof. The people of East, eastern Victoria are struggling with out of control fires and that uh, little township of Lacole that's isolated. Uh, we'll check in there as the show goes on. The people of the world are struggling to sift through Oprah's interview with confessed drug cheat Lance Armstrong. We are here to help Bozza Cashy. And let's start by just giving you a snippet of what Lance had to say. When asked, I guess, what were the crucial questions by Oprah Winfrey of, did he do it? Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. Was one of those banned substances EPO? Yes. Did you ever blood dope or use blood transfusions to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. Did you ever use any other banned substances like testosterone, uh, cortisone, or human growth hormone? Yes. In all seven of your Tour de France victories, did you ever take banned substances or blood dope? Yes. In your opinion, was it humanly possible to win the Tour de France? Without doping, seven times in a row. Not in my opinion. Didn't sound that bad. Didn't, didn't do too much. Mm. There it was, all laid on the line, and we're going to do it for you, and certainly in this next hour, dig yeah. very deep. I know Bozza Kashi was sitting watching yep. the interview, uh, tweeting at the same time, watching all the incoming tweets, yes. just getting his, his head around it. Well, I can see well, what was on the Discovery Channel. It was, <laughs> yeah, we were. It was quite the opposite. It wasn't much of a Discovery, I, I must admit. But I, I tell you what, though, it would be the highest ratings on the Discovery Channel forever, because we're seeing the ads for shows like well, Flying Wild about, Alaska. Yeah. I was going to say. A lot of people be tuning into that now. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> Our favourite TV program. We, we love it. Nice. We will get there. We will. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M for the all-new Grill Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers, good times. Lance Armstrong head to head with Oprah Winfrey. I got a text from uh, my wife Kate as I was uh, you know, in in the building yeah. watching, and she said, you know, she wasn't very happy with Lance's performance. Thought he was, mm. you know, just trying to justify everything rather than just being out there and open and you know mm. tears. I think she wanted more tears, <laughs> but she did say that. She I think. Said, I think if he tried, it would have killed him completely. Really? All the people taking bets on Twitter. Seriously? Like saying, like, you know, all right, and if it's in the next 10 minutes, it's $1.80. If it's in the following 10 minutes, $2.60. Wow, what did you go on? Uh, I, I went from no tears. I thought the same thing. I thought it would have been false and contrived if there were tears. Right. But Kate was saying like that, Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. But uh, I think actually, because there's been so much criticism about, I guess, the vehicle that he has used mm. to admit all this stuff, i.e., Oprah Winfrey. But as an interviewer, I oh, think she did very well. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. If there's somebody that can, can ask a question and, and sort of follow up and, and go down another avenue with that question, yep. then come back onto the main subject, I think she's the best in the world at that. So a lot of people just ask the question and, and you want them to elaborate. You know, you, you hear something, you think, oh, you know, I, I think, you know, she does that perfectly. She lets them go on. Yep. She'll ask another sort of abbreviated question on that particular subject and then she draws it all out then gets back to the main thing. Well, you know, she. Oh, you thought she did well. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Lance Armstrong was uh, 
pretty complimentary about the question she asked. For 13 years, you didn't just deny it. You brazenly and defiantly denied everything you just admitted just now. So why now admit it? That's the best question. Um, I don't know that I have a great answer. I will start my answer by saying that uh, this is too late. It's too late for um, probably most people. And uh, that's my fault. I view this situation as um, one big lie that I repeated a lot of times. One big lie I mm. repeated mm. a lot of times. And he has, okay, well, Oprah's performance really is, I mm. guess, neither here nor there. His performance, what did you make of him? Does it change your perception uh, of him? I, I never really followed him nor the sport enough to gain the perception before all this. Um, my perception after watching him this afternoon for the first real time and closely um, is that he is generally sorry, but he's also making sure that he can work in some capacity um, in the future, which yep. anyone who's got to pay bills, you have to understand. We, we can all turn around and say he should be banned for life, you know, leave him in the gutter and so forth, but um, he's obviously uh, lining up a future for himself. We're being triathlons. Um, or, or Iron Man or whatever it is. The only thing I will say, and I said this two days ago and yesterday to, to both you guys, is that the people that he sued, and he said in his interview that he lost count of the people that he sued. Well, the yeah, people that he sued, yeah. you should give all that money back to them because some people's lives and their careers are ruined because of that, and he should give all that back, all that money back to those particular people. I don't know if he's got a, he's got a, a, a future in sport, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, I think... What he needs to do, as you said, he's probably going to be paying back some money uh, to some people. Um, he's he's raised a lot of money for for cancer. Uh, there's no doubts about that. He's done great things in that department with his charity, and I think that's where he's got to start to rebuild a bit of uh, integrity. And I think that's where he'll make a lot of money. I mean, to, who wouldn't go and see Lance Armstrong spill the beans for you know a fast a, a fair amount of money? Um, you know, there'd be a lot of people who want to do that, and they well, could you mean raise... corporate entertainment stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's where he's going, and he's got to write a book, and it's going to be he's going to make a lot of money. Don't know where that money's going to go in his pocket, or if it's going to be back to repaying people. But that's Jeez, that's still going to make a lot of people angry, though, isn't it? I mean, the people who feel that they've been not disenfranchised. If he's made, yeah, not if he's making the money to pay back what he needs to pay back. He needs to pay back. I mean, we saw about the masseuse um, who, who under oath and was asked, was she ever witness to anything? You know, and you know. She turned around and said she can remember one occasion when he got a doctor with the team to backdate a cortisone yeah. uh, prescription, and he sued her, and and she lost her reputation. Um, she had to pay up money and so forth. So well, he, he, exactly. People yeah. like that, they, they, he needs to go and recoup money to pay them back, in my opinion, before he can even start thinking about the corporate side and so forth for himself. Well, he's one big bully, I think. That's I think that's the thing. It's 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 a it's a big. Can of worms. And I want to get to that bullying thing with you two as sports people, how you deal with that, because you must have seen a lot of that kind of behaviour in you know, dressing rooms or change rooms, in opponents, in, in people you play with. We'll get into that. There's so much more inside this story. It will continue. You're listening to the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is Triple M.
is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Incredibly hot summer afternoons on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session with uh, Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash. I'm Tony Squires. We are still talking about Lance Armstrong and that interview, the tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey. Many of you may not have seen it yet. We're just trying to give you a bit of a catch-up. Some of the key points of it, it will be the, the most watched around the world. And the reaction, if anybody was going online as this was going out, just a reaction from people throughout the world. I guess it's not just because, you know, you take it in isolation, cycling, not the, the key sport in the world, and Lance Armstrong, you know, but having won seven Tour de France's uh, and then so systematically having cheated the system uh, and seeming to get away with it and all of the things that he had done through his Live Strong Foundation, his battle with cancer makes him such an intriguing character. And to see what happened uh, over the past few hours with her uh, was totally fascinating. Cheating, there was an interesting idea from her about did he actually know or think that he was cheating? Did you feel in any way that you were cheating? No. The scariest. You did not feel that you were cheating, taking banned drugs. You know, I've, at the time, no. At the time, no. And I look up, I had this exercise where, you know, because I kept hearing, you know, that I'm, you were a, cheat. I'm a drug cheat, I'm a cheat, yeah. I'm a cheater. And I went and looked up. I just looked up the definition of cheat. Yes. And the definition of cheat is to gain an advantage on a rival or foe, you know, that, that they don't have or that, you know. I didn't view it that way. I viewed it as um, as a level playing field. Yeah, talk about the definition of cheating. If you look it up now in the dictionary, there is a picture of Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Happens quickly, doesn't it? Uh, Just changes so quickly. Uh, Cashy, that in le- brackets next yeah. to it, i live wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that level playing field, yeah. does it exist, Cashy? No. Uh, it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. And anybody who thinks that it's a level playing field in sport uh, is, is fooling themselves. I mean, every, the richer clubs, uh, whether it's football or whatever it happens to be, uh, you've got to, have got to, you know, they don't have a level playing field. They've got advantages over the opponents. Players such as Roger Federer, he's played 48 centre court matches in a row at the yep. Australian Open. Don't tell me that's not an advantage when he's playing somebody else. Comes he's in and he's earned that right legally, hasn't he? Yeah. By, by being number one, Cash, you know what I mean? Like, same but with those... Not, same with not, those. That's, they've got nothing to do with it. It's not a level playing field. Yeah. Now, well, I didn't... When I was playing, yeah. it's so... You know, maybe I'm a cheat as well because when I was playing, I went to no efforts to to, to be the best player I could be. So I got psychologist. Uh, I was the first put guys there to you ever mean, get amino every acid. Effort you mean not no effort? You yeah. every every effort. Area. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I had amino acid testing. You know, before amino acid, you know, you can buy them in the shops these days, and you take supplements. Well, back in my day, there was it was never heard of. But my my trainer found out that this could they could help me, give me an advantage over my opponent. I spent money and time to send my blood across to America to get it tested. Wow. Amino acids are completely legal, but that is that giving me an advantage? So am I, am I a cheat? Well, that's I what I'm saying. Only the mullet, I think. No, yeah, but as I'm saying to you, you're not a cheat, nor is Roger <laughs> Federer, nor are these big clubs, because this is everything that's perfectly within the law. But it's ble- we're talking about level playing field. Yeah, but I'm talking about yeah. Yeah. Okay, but everyone starts off. Now, we're talking about the big clubs. This is what I'm saying. We're talking about the big clubs. They built those clubs over years and years and years of hard toil and sweat. Yep. Roger Federer, yourself, Cashy, over years and years of hard sweat, put yourself in that position. And all those things you're looking to gain an edge and so forth are all perfectly legal. I mean, there's a massive difference. And I know what you're saying about level playing field, but you earn that right. All of a sudden, for example, if, uh, like Manchester City, you know, five years ago were in Division Three, okay, yeah. in England. Okay, all of a sudden they get new owners. They, they still earn the right, but they still have to go out yeah. and perform. Now, 
now they've won the championship. They're gonna they're gonna get the rewards and the advantages of being number one or right. number two. No, and he world. certainly got the rewards. I guess the question then is about uh, when did he start to think? Well, this has got to end. I, how am I getting away with this year after year? And then the lie year after year, and that was another line of questioning. Did you not always think that this day was coming? Especially since so many people knew. Um. Well, I, I just assumed the stories would continue for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you thought this was an keep- this is an issue of news stories or interviews. Mm-hmm. This is, that's not why we're sitting here. We're sitting here because there was a two-year federal federal investigation, criminal federal investigation of these yes. athletes. Everybody involved in the story was called in, uh, subpoenaed, deposed. There's a man with a, a gun and a badge, right? And the consequences are are serious. Yeah, look, it's mm. it's fascinating, isn't it? There's plenty of people who want to talk about it. Kevin's called, and we'll get to you, Kevin. And if you want to get involved in the conversation, love to talk to you. One triple three five three. It's the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, doing it all for the new Grill Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers, good times. Lance Armstrong, his interview, the first of a two-part interview. I was really was hoping he would go to three or four parts, but uh, <laughs> I saw Rupert Guinness, who was a, a cycling rider and a terrific cycling rider uh, for Fairfax, talking about it, saying mm. there was a lot of questions still to be answered, which Oprah Winfrey was thrilled about. Yeah, that will all be done in the second part. Of course, <laughs> there's always that fear, wasn't it? That they, they chopped it into yeah. that they would lose the effect for the second one. The but, promos uh, for the second one were all oh. seemingly more about the emotional stuff about you know telling the kids telling the mum you know all the the people and and that i guess pushing forward which will be interesting one triple three five three we're asking you for your thoughts as well we'll do all afternoon i just want to play one more thing we talked about about him saying that really a level playing field was what is needed i I rode uh, my bike around a park this morning i feel respect no it wasn't as soon as it got not level i had to get off and push it up (laughs) Uh, so i feel some respect for anybody who can do what these guys do and look half decent in life uh, Michael, though, <laughs> g'day, Michael. Hello. You there, Michael? Hi. What do you think? Ah, oh, well, guys, you know he's probably destroyed the reputation of probably twenty thousand people. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. And so, what are you saying? The punishment should fit that crime? Well, it's it's hard to say. He's he's, um, he's gone on April Winfrey. He's he's bad. He sorts with everyone, but. Um, you know, along the way, the last 10 years, going back to Gainsford Taylor, um, the runner that, that beat her, you know, like she destroyed her life during the 2000 Olympics. Right. Olympics. Yeah, no, you're right. That, that's, that, those people who are affected, you know, and there's certainly mm. been plenty of those, and I think he does acknowledge that there was that. And part of that is the arrogance that he had that his his turf was being impinged. Yeah. And as you know... Well, that, and, and like I said, he, he sued a lot of these people. A lot of these people had to go into debt to pay... Um, what he sued them for, and obviously their reputation, their ability to work in the industry was completely destroyed because of his power. But he keep, kept justifying it. You've been quoted as saying, we had one goal, one ambition, and that was to win the greatest bike race in the world, and not just to win it once, but to keep on winning it. And to keep on winning it meant you had to keep on using banned substances to do it. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I'm not sure that this is a, an acceptable answer, but that's like saying we have to have air in our tires or we have to uh, have water in our bottles. That was, that you, was in, you, my, in my view, part of the job. 
Part of the job. Well, uh, I'm very keen to hear from our next guest. We'll have a chat. He joins us next. He is the mm. voice uh, and the brains, really, of cycling. Uh, Phil Liggett will join us on the show on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash. I'm Tony Squires. For the new Grill Twister Max, KFC taking the twister to new limits. Good Times, uh, the Lance Armstrong interview with Oprah today, the first of two parts, uh, lots of revelations. I guess the, the key one being that he has, as we expected, admitted to taking a whole range of drugs. Uh, we will speak with Phil Liggett. Uh, he'll join us a little bit later. Right now, though, a man who rode, spent the 2000 season with the US Postal team. He's, of course, uh, a he's coach, cycling coach and a professional cyclist, retired. Patrick Yonker joins us from Adelaide. Hey, Patrick. Hi, how are you going? Not too bad, Good, thanks. thanks. Mate. On a day like today, look, there's been quite a few with this story over the last little while uh, that have been damaging to your sport. How do you feel on a day like today when it all is aired and you know that the world is watching so intensely? Yeah, now it's all, you know, we all knew in the past from the testimonies that were given um, by um, former teammates and other associates, but now it's official in a way now that Lance has come out on the Oprah Winfrey show and has pretty much said, yep, I took all these drugs and yep, I'm guilty, um, you know, as is really. So, yeah, it's not a great day, but um, it had to happen. Uh, Patrick, and you said once that if you crucify Lance, you have to crucify the whole top tier of the game. Is this the attempt you think by the authorities basically to, to clean up the sport and if so how does the sport now recover from this yeah so i think what we could read from lance's words during the oprah winfrey show um that's just been aired is that lance is saying that you know his definition of cheating is going into the arena with uh, an unfair advantage so you know you're going into the sporting arena and you're having an unfair advantage and what, what lance is saying is look my immediate rivals were doing this, was doing the same as I was doing. We, um, we faced battle with the same weapons. So he's not, he's not saying that the others cheated, but in a way he is, you know, he's saying, look, my rivals out there at the Tour de France, we were all doing the same, uh, the same stuff. And, um, I was a better rider, but obviously, you know, you know, once a drug cheat, always a drug cheat. I, you know, I don't think, you know, um, he's, and much sympathy, um, you know, from the cycling public. Well, you said uh, you said that no one was obsessed with winning like Lance. Do you think there was it was just a complete obsession with having to be the best, to win, at, at win at no at, at any cost sort of attitude? Yeah, I um, in the early days um, when Lance was really young, a nineteen, twenty year old, and just new to the sport, um, he had that obsessive. Uh, nature, he was absolutely, you know, win at all costs. He would take enormous amount of risks mm. while racing. He'd, he'd often, uh, um, you know, come come into the race. He, he'd rather crash out and end up in an ambulance than lose. <laughs> so it was very much had to win at all costs. And and as he, the longer he beca he was into the sport, I mean, the the dark side of the sport and the opportunity to cheat presented him presented itself during the late nineties. And when that opportunity to cheat um, was there, um, yeah, it's very obvious now that he took that opportunity and um, and went went uh, further than anyone could ever have imagined. Yeah, and, and Patrick, from the interview, we could see if you, you can listen to this, uh, some of the, the cocktail that he uh, did take. My um, cocktail, so to speak, was, was, was only um, EPO, but not a lot. Transfusions and testosterone. Which in a weird way I almost justified because of 
because of, because of my history, obviously, with kind of testicular cancer and losing. Mm-hmm. Surely I'm running low. Were you afraid of getting caught? Uh, no. Patrick, you, as we said, you were with the team, the U.S. Postal Team in 2000. You didn't ride on the Tour de France, but you hear what he was doing and you knew what he was doing. What, what did you see? Did you see him that or any other, the other you know, riders? Oh, uh, I think if you're on the Tour de France team, you would have seen everything, you know. Um, the core group of riders um, that also testified, um, they saw everything. Um, being in the Tour de France team, um, you, there's, there's no place to hide. Um, you know, the team's 30 riders, and uh, I think myself and, and the other uh, 20-odd riders that never rode the Tour de France, um, during that period of time, you would never had an inclination that there was a... There was a and doping and drugs embedded into the core group of uh, of athletes and the core group are never going to advertise the fact that they're cheating because um you know there's always that element of secrecy i mean they're not going to go out and advertise to everyone and say hey you know um you know, we're doing this um you should do that out of do that as well and especially not with such a large team of riders so during that period of time uh, myself and most of the other riders in the team that didn't ride the Tour de France they, they, they wouldn't have seen anything only the guys at the Tour de France yeah definitely you know every single rider there would have been been confronted by it and Patrick that's why coming back to the original point did they go after him to say let's go after the top man knock him over and make sure that he gives up everything to make sure we can clean up the sport do you think that's exactly what's behind it yeah, um, some people are saying, you know, there's maybe even more behind it, you know. Um, there's upset a lot of people, other champions uh, around at that period of time, which they uh, may have been able to take down, but they really chose and they really pursued him with, 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 with so much, you know, um, vengeance. I mean, you know, the FBI and the Justice Department was also pursuing Lance. That's but, right. The um, Justice Department dropped their charges in the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's really amazing how the Justice Department with all its resources couldn't come to a verdict and then it was the US Anti Doping Association that must have had a lot of personal hatred um towards Lance and that has now uncovered, you know, the oh. horrible past that Lance was trying to hide and yeah. there was, was Patrick was, I think, was, I think was impossible. Yeah, I think you mentioned it. there were a lot of very big wolves at his door. Patrick Yonko, thank you so much for being part of the show. Let's hope that perhaps this can set some way of getting towards a place where you can be proud once again of your sport. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Patrick Yonker, who, of course, a former US Postal teammate of Lance Armstrong. I guess the question now, 13353, very simply, what should Lance Armstrong be remembered for? Cheating or live strong? Good or bad? Well, I think he's still got a t- you know, time to go to really? see if he can change that. Well, if he gets the opportunity, yes. 13353, give us a call. Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's the KFC Summer Session on Triple M for the all-new Grilled Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers, good times, Lance Armstrong. Just wondering what the his uh, performance did to you in terms of what you'll think and remember him by. Many of us, I think, will remember him as a drug cheat. Courtney, uh, it's called 13353. What about you? Um, I'm all for Lance Armstrong. Really? <laughs> he... He he was naturally talented at something that he was he was good at it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. And I can imagine that one to one hundred people were probably good at their sport, yep. and I don't think that one in the one hundred didn't drug treat. Personally, think- I think he was talented. He fought back. Yeah. He had cancer. He did something that a lot of people probably couldn't do. So what you're saying that because there was uh, he did drugs before so many- the cancer, you know that. Sorry, hold on a sec. 
Sorry? You're saying that because so there's so many, so many drugs, uh, people using drugs, that it's this level playing field, that's fair enough? No, I don't think that's fair enough. But I think he had a natural talent. Yeah. And I think probably a lot of people have a natural talent. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll put it this way. If I tried to cycle and do what he did as a female, I don't have the talent. I can't just hop on no. a bike and ride a bike. No, no. You would I need, need a lot of testosterone. <laughs> you might, we know where you can get it from. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what, what about Peter? G'day, Peter. G'day, mate. How are you going? Not bad. So How are you remembering it? Yeah. Well, mate, sadly, it's a bittersweet thing for Lance Armstrong in as far as uh, his cheating actually put the Tour de France on the map, given the fact that he set yep. this record that's never been beaten. It then gives a platform for guys like our own Cadell Evans to get in there and actually have a platform to show what he's capable of. Yeah. But the question I've got is, does what Cadell Evans achieved a couple of years ago actually make it more impressive, his win, or does now, unfairly, does he get tarnished by the fact that Lance comes out today and goes... All the top riders are actually doing it. Yeah, Pete, I don't think it. Every man is innocent until proven otherwise. And I think you've got to look. You've got to look at everything individually. Cadell's win is fantastic unless proven otherwise. Just like we looked at Lance Armstrong's uh, performances until we were proven otherwise. The only thing that's tarnished is himself. Yes, it starts to rub off a little bit on the sport, but the sport will always recover if it's big enough. And I, I look, I'm not a great fan of, of cycling, but I believe it's a big enough sport to recover from yeah, this. It's a great, it's a valid question, Peter, but I, I agree with you, Boz. I reckon oh, Kelly Levens <laughs> is looking like a shining star right here, right now. Uh, thanks, Pete. What about you, Mitchell? Mate, I'm all for him. He's a champion. Um, yep. For someone, someone to fight cancer, come back, you know, do what he's done. He's a. Yeah, no worries. He's taken his enhancements or whatever he had, mate, but it still takes hard training to get to where he was. It's not mm. like he took these drugs and just became a superhuman cyclist. He was still out there. He was still training, you know, you're six, seven days a week to, to become what he became. So, well, mate, so you think the issue is, mate, that he did become a super cyclist, super athlete because of the drugs. You, you, you recover quicker. You can train harder. You can push harder. So he was... He was not the he was not the cyclist that he 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 won all won all these uh you know seven times. He was not that cyclist. He was somebody else. He he cheated to become that cyclist. As, as he said as well, so did, so did everyone else that he was. He was well, did, oh, yeah, this is. Uh, so, yeah. Does that mean Mitchell, well, allegedly, allegedly, somebody, Mitchell, does that mean in your world would it be okay just to open slather on drugs and to see who the best person is? No, not 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 entirely. That I just, I just reckon they've gone a little bit too hard on him, yeah. and why, why, why haven't they um, started, you know, pinpointing other people? Well, that's a good him? point. That's yeah, a good point. I, I, I think they will come, Mitch. Why I, is it yeah. just one? I think people are being. Yeah, but Mitch, I think where the harshness comes in, Mitchell, is the fact that of the people around him, people who like the masseuse, like the wife of his fellow rider, like lives that he destroyed. Yep. Um, both financially and, and reputation-wise um, because of this. I think that's why people are being so harsh yeah. now. They are. And look, and let's face it, other people have been chased. There's been drug tests for so many people, and it's, it's come out. There's a lot of you know riders who had uh, have been taking drugs on the Tour de France. So I, think he, I don't think he's alone in being uh, chased by drug officials. This is the KFC Summer Session. You're listening to Triple M. 
This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's KFC Summer Session on Triple M on a hot old day in or around the country. Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash and Tony Squires with you. Look, we began talking about Lance Armstrong because we thought that everybody would and we've become absolutely <laughs> obsessed and haven't stopped talking about it, which is beautiful. If you've missed any of the conversations so far, and there's plenty to come, uh, we want to talk to Phil Liggett very shortly. But you can podcast us at triplem.com.au or on iTunes. Plenty ahead on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M for the new Grill Twister Max. Times if you've just joined us and uh, want to get a little bit of an update on exactly what Lance Armstrong. Well, you won't be too some admissions. Yes or no? Did you ever take substances to enhance your cycling performance? One of those banned substances, EPO. Did you ever blood dope or use blood transfusions to enhance your cycling performance? Did you ever use any other banned substances like testosterone, uh, cortisone, or human growth hormone? Yes. In all seven of your Tour de France victories, did you ever take banned substances or blood dope? Yes. In your opinion, was it humanly possible to win the Tour de France without doping seven times in a row? Not in my opinion. She could have almost ended the interview there, but she went on for another long, <laughs> a couple of hours and another instalment tomorrow. Uh, Mark is called. G'day, Mark. I understand you're a physio. You've worked with the US team, is that right? Yeah, but not the sailing, not the uh, cycling program. I, I worked with a, a different program, the, okay. the US program, but I've worked for the last four Olympics. Right. Which program, Mark, did you work with? Um, I, worked, I worked with the sailing program, which was particularly interesting because one of the athletes in 2004 that yeah. I worked with had lost both testicles to cancer over a 10-year period, yeah. and he'd just been sponsored by Livestrong, which was brand new in the system. Yeah. So uh, he was actually sponsored by Lance's organisation, and... Um, yeah, I mean, the question I want him to answer is not whether he took drugs or not, but what's he going to say to the athletes who were clean and and competed because yeah, uh, yeah. they're the ones that he really owes an explanation to. That's right. They're the ones who think they could beat him yeah. uh, and, or believe and, they could beat him. And on that basis, he has to be remembered as a cheat who got mm. caught. And I'm sure that's what athletes are thinking. So mm. if they're thinking, you know, I'm thinking about taking drugs or I'm, I'm you know, performance-enhancing drugs, you know, it doesn't end when when your career's over. And what about paying the money back, Mark? I mean, you know, like you know, he, he made some vicious comments about people that were that were close to him, ruined their ability to earn a living over the years. He called one of the massage therapists who was talking about yeah. what he did to prostitute. Emma O'Reilly, that's right. Yeah, she never yeah. worked again yeah. in the industry. And and he bullied. He effectively bullied athletes in his programs. And talking to other people, I, mean, I have some connections with the Australian program as well too, and other athletes in other sports. And that's what really gets gets them upset is that mm. he was leading a program where he really he bullied it to to make sure that the whole program worked and he was clearly taking the whole the whole kitchen sink worth of worth of performance enhancing drugs so mm. people that say he was on it they were all on it yeah i you can't wear that because there are still clean athletes out there all right mark thanks so much he's, for he's you. a drug cheat that got caught yeah thanks so much for your call Thank you, it very straight there thanks so much mark all right uh, that's where we've lived for this hour we will come back uh, phil liggett will join us we'll also talk about those fires we've got somebody who's Actually facing a fire, uh, Lacola in eastern Victoria as we speak. The fire engine's rocking up to her place. Uh, we'll talk to her. Uh, Damien Fleming on the cricket. All ahead on the KFC Summer Session.